What's up, guys? Here we go. All right. So, the day was January 11th, 2017. It was a Wednesday. Some of you guys might be, might have been only like five years old back then. I don't know. But it was a Wednesday. And I was going to my English class in college, which is a gen ed class. Nobody wants to take gen eds, but you got to be there. So I showed up. And that's when I saw her. And I thought, man, I can't believe that the prettiest girl in the whole college is here in my English class. So I tried to get a seat by her, but I couldn't get a seat by her. So I kind of sat behind her, like to the right side diagonally. And then after class, I, I was trying to talk to her a little bit and, and we're walking together. And I thought, all right, this is my time to shoot my shot. No time like the presence. And so I asked her if she wanted to hang out. It was about lunchtime. So I said, you want to go grab a bite to eat real quick? And she's like, no, I have class and walked away. And that was it. And a little over two and a half years later, I married that girl. So it worked out. Here's the question a lot of you guys are probably asking. Let's show, let's show these pictures real quick. So it was around Valentine's Day. Um, that picture of Brianna right there, that was the first date we ever went on. It was kind of like, it wasn't like an official date, but it was like, we both like each other and we're just going to hang out. And so at, at Cal Baptist, is this place called El Monte that's kind of like Chipotle. So that's her little burrito bowl. But we hung out. That was February 17th, 2017. And then uh, we went... We were dating for about two and a half years, and so we did stuff like go to the beach. Like that picture is a picture of us in the early stages uh, at the beach and hanging out. And we certainly had our highs and lows throughout the dating time. But a question I know a lot of you guys are asking is, how do you find that special person? And how do you do it in a way that doesn't cause a lot of drama and heartache for yourself? So how do you go from this to next picture, this... Without, that was a little over four years ago, without everything falling apart in between. And I know from your point of view right now, this is like a finish line. But let me tell you guys something. I've been married for about four and a half, almost years now. Marriage is not actually a finish line. Marriage is more like a starting line. Married people, am I right? Marriage is a lot more like a starting line than a finish line. But I know for you guys right now, marriage looks like a finish line. Like if I can just find that person to be with for the rest of my life, how do I get there? I've made it if I made it there. So I understand why you see it that way. But again, marriage is more of a starting line. But just for your sakes, we're gonna pretend like marriage is a finish line, okay? And we're gonna ask the question, how do you get from where you are now, maybe as a, a single person to Meeting that special person and having a dating relationship that honors yourself, that's fun, but also respectful and honors God to having a marriage that actually lasts and brings both you guys happiness for the rest of your life. So our series is called Relationship Goals. And I'm sure you have an idea in your brain of what a relationship goal looks like. It's loving and it's caring. And you maybe have this really cool story about how you met but we're going to go through some different relationship goals that you can have that will set you up for success in your future or in your present if you're trying to risk somebody up right now. So, relationship goal number one. Relationship goal number one. This is what we're starting out with tonight. Here it is. Let's pull it up. 
Say it with me. One, two, three. Be selfless, not selfish. selfish. Good job. Be selfless, not selfish. If you could get this one thing right in your friendships, if you could get this one thing right in who you want to date someday, I promise you, your life will go a lot better for you. Not only because it works, but because it's true, because it's biblical. In the book of Philippians, chapter 2, verse 3, this is what the Bible says. It says, don't be what? Selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble. Thinking of others as better than yourselves. If you cannot put others first, you cannot be in a successful relationship. If one person in a relationship is selfish and the other person is selfless, that relationship won't work out. If the other person is selfish and the other person is selfless, that relationship won't work out. If both people are selfish, it definitely won't work out. You have to be selfless. What does that mean? It means rather than being self-centered, focused on yourself, it's being focused on the other people around you. And specifically in a relationship focused on the other person. Now I'm happy to say that since the day we got married, for the entirety of our marriage for about four and a half years, me and Brianna have been completely selfless every moment of every day. Who believes that? Hey, it's not that funny, okay? She's laughing because definitely not me. No, we haven't. We haven't. We've had moments where I've been selfish, moments where she's been selfish. I got to be careful saying that. But we've had moments where we've both been selfish at the same time. And it's hard. And let me tell you from personal experience that when you're selfish or when you're with someone who's being selfish in that moment, it's not fun. It doesn't go well for you. Nobody wins when somebody is selfish. But when you are selfless, you can actually win. In fact, both of you can win. But in our dating culture today, it's not like that, is it? There's a lot of self-centeredness about like, all right, when you go on a date, you got to look like this. And it's all about how cute I look today. And look at my TikTok video. Like, look, like, look at me. You know that song? I like me better when I'm with you. You know that song? Think about that. I like me better when I'm with you. This is what a lot of the pop songs today are like. I like me better when I'm with you. That's, that's a song about a relationship where the person is really not caring about the other one, but they really are just liking themselves. There's a lot of self-centeredness around dating and relationships. I just need somebody who can fulfill me. Like it, there's a lot of me, me, me. But if your relationship is about yourself, it won't last because it's selfish. Relationships that last and that are healthy and that are happy are selfless. Let me give you some examples. It is selfish to pursue another person that you like because you want to fill an empty void in yourself and just have that person. That's selfish. It is selfless, on the other hand, to pursue them because you actually care about that person and you want to add value to their life. It is selfish to lead somebody on when they like you, but you don't like them as much as they like you, but you don't want to like feel bad. So you just kind of keep talking to them because you don't want to reject them because you don't want to be that mean person. And so you just let this thing drag on and on and on. Girls, you never do that, right? You're like never. Oh, yeah. Boys too. But actually, 
And your efforts to be nice, you're actually being selfish because you're not taking that step of courage to tell that person, hey, I'm not interested in you in that way, but there's this really cool zone we can hang out. It's called the friend zone. It's lots of fun. But actually, you guys, it could be selfish of you to not put somebody in the friend zone, but to just let them emotionally keep following after you and leading them on like that. Because that's not good for them, is it? And ultimately, in the end, it's not good for you either. On the other hand, it's selfless to be honest and say, let's be friends, but actually mean it. The next example is it's selfish if somebody wants to do things in your relationship that would lead both of you away from Jesus. But it's selfless if you come together and say, we want to honor God together in this relationship. And sometimes people are not just selfish in the relationship, but they get into it in the first place for selfish reasons. Let's have an honest moment. Have you ever done this? Or maybe if you want to be a little bit less real, most of us have done this, but maybe if you want to be a little bit less real, have you ever known somebody who has done this? Have you ever known someone who just got a boyfriend or girlfriend, not because they were really into that person, but simply because they wanted to have the thing that everybody else had. Okay. No, we're not saying names or anything like that. But. Man. If you're yelling out somebody's names, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Thank you. Here's the deal. When you. We approach a relationship like that, just having a boyfriend or a girlfriend because it's the cool thing to do. Listen, guys. That's a selfish reason to pursue a relationship. That's trying to impress others. But a selfless person doesn't need to impress anyone. That's our next point. The selfless person doesn't need to impress anyone. Philippians 2, 3. Don't be selfish. What's the next thing right here? Don't try to do what? Impress others. What? But our whole life is just about impressing others, isn't it? Our whole life is about caring what people think about us. That's so hard. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Man, how do we live up to this? And specifically in the context of dating, how do we be content with ourselves not having a boyfriend or girlfriend or trying to impress anyone just because everybody else is doing that? I want to tell you guys a story. Can I tell you guys a story? Is that okay? No. So when I was in high school, you don't, you don't hear old Jared dating Yes, 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 yes. All right, I just, I'll move on to the next part. Then. No. So I'll tell you a story. So when I was in high school, I'm not going to name drop anybody, but me and this girl were talking. We liked each other, and it was, I'm not saying her name. I'm not giving a random name. No. So we liked each other. And eventually, we actually went to prom together. And we weren't like official or anything like that. It was just the talking stages, you know? And so we're at prom, and it was that one part of the, like, the song. You know those songs where like, they get everybody to like, go low, and then the beat drops, and you like, jump like crazy, right? So it was that part of the song where everyone's like, going down low like this. And so I start going down low like this, and that's when I heard it. Something ripped. But I'm not saying somebody let it rip. But I heard a rip, like clothes. And I was like, I think my pants just ripped. This is not good. And so I go over to my friend, 
I'm like, hey man, Alex, bro, can you like, do you see, is it, are my pants like ripped? Are they ripped? No, they're good? He's like, no, they're not ripped. So I was like, I think they are, bro. And I'm like, I felt it. It's like that line right down the middle. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> that seam right there, that's where it ripped. And if I stood up, if, if I went like this, it would like open up. Yes, I had, it wasn't like the underwear too, okay? There's underwear underneath, so don't be weird. But like, if I went like this, the pants would open up. But if I stood up straight, it was close together. So for the rest of prom, I had a, hey, what's up? Yeah, we're dancing. I had to stand straight like this and not go like this to make sure my pants were okay. Then fast forward, after prom is over, sometimes people get into relationships just because there's a dance coming up, and then when the dance is over, it's like, okay, I don't need you anymore. And so this girl came to me and was like, yeah, I don't need you anymore, <laughs> right? And surprisingly, I didn't care that much about it. I was fine. But then later on, this girl actually went to my youth group. Okay? Yeah, I know. We're being church into this. Here we go. And we had a student-led night. And she was one of the worship leaders for the student-led night. And I was the guy preaching the sermon up here. And after the student-led night, or towards the end, it was like the altar call prayer time. And she came up and she's like, I want to pray with you. And you know, when, when a Christian girl wants to pray with you after a breakup or whatever, there's probably some, some other intentions there. But anyway, she's like, I want to pray with you. So we prayed together, and he was so spiritual, man. Not really. But then she said, okay, like, I'm kind of open to getting back together again. And I was kind of indifferent, so I was like, sure, whatever. Big mistake. Because she cray-cray, bro. She cray-cray. And what happened was, she was only wanted to be with me when it was convenient for her when it came to something like prom. And when she saw me up on the stage, and it was like, yeah, I'm talking to the guy who's on the stage. It was to impress other people or just to say you had this thing. But it didn't work because it was, there was selfishness there. And in the context of talking about wanting to impress others or thinking about people's opinions of us, do you ever wish that you could just be completely free from the chains of everyone's opinion about you? And some of you guys are like, no, man, I don't care what people think. I'm original. Yeah, you're so original in your all-white Air Force Ones, which are super cool, by the way. But let's be real. Everybody has them. They're super cool. I got my own pair. But we're not. We all do things to fit in with the crowd. And to a certain degree, that's a good thing. Because I hope most of you care what people think of you to a certain degree, at least to the degree to which you wore deodorant to church today. Because some of y'all smelly. Middle school boys, shout out. Right? I hope you care a little bit what people think about you. So there's a little bit of healthiness to that. But on the other hand, there could be an unhealthiness to caring too much what people think about us. Where it affects our self-image or it affects how we view others. Or each and every day we, we see like little glances from people that we don't like. Or we see a comment on something that we posted. And it's hard. But there's good news. The good news that, is that you don't have to be that way. The good news, our next point here, is that the closer you get to Jesus, the less you care about people's opinions of you. The guy who wrote this book of Philippians was a guy named Paul. And he was a popular guy. In their culture, in their time, he came from a good family. And he was somebody that a lot of people looked up to. And he had good morals and all that. But when he met Jesus, he lost all of it. His entire reputation. 
And this is what he says in Philippians chapter 3, verse 8. Everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. I know when you're in middle school and high school, other people's opinions of you feel like a really big deal. But I promise you with all of my heart, graduation day, you get that diploma when you're a senior in high school, you walk off the stage, nobody cares who you were in high school. I promise you. Right now, it feels like a big deal. But when you get that diploma and you walk off that stage and high school is over and you're stepping into that next chapter of your life, you're not going to be worried about those opinions anymore. In fact, you might look back on those years in middle school and high school and think, man, I wish I cared less what people thought of me. You want to feel like that now? Here's how you do it. Every step that you take closer to Jesus, as you're wrapped in these chains of people's opinions of you, every one step you take closer to Jesus, another chain link falls off. Every step you take closer to Jesus, that comment on that social media post falls off. Every step you take closer to Jesus, the thing that they gossiped about you that wasn't true, that falls off. The closer you get to Jesus, the less you care about people's opinions of you. And if you are close to Jesus, you're not going to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend just because you want to impress others or just because you want to be like everyone else. If you're trying to impress everyone else, that is being self-centered because you're wanting to center everyone's attention on yourself. It's self-centered. But on the other hand, if you're selfless and you're looking at others, you're looking at their interests first. Philippians chapter 2 verse 4 says, Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. When you're interested in someone, you treat them a little bit differently, don't you? You want to put your best foot forward because you want to look good for them. And so you try to look your best that you can without looking like you're actually trying. You know what I'm talking about? And then you try to get like thrift store clothes that are baggy and cool. But at the same time, you don't want to look kind of dirty or gross or anything like that. You want to be funny, but you don't want to be obnoxious. You want to be real, but you don't want to be awkward you want to be chill but you don't want to be boring there's this fine line you have to balance when you're trying to impress someone but if you're trying to impress that person because you're interested in them are you really being real and if your goal is to find somebody who will love the real you how is anybody supposed to love the real you if you're not being the real you that's my life God's calling. Because maybe when you like somebody, you act a certain way around that person, but maybe you're a little bit different around other people. Whether you're more fun with them or less fun with others or more funny or less funny. But it's important to be aware of how you act around different people and try to be a consistent person. And as you're interested in someone... Don't just be aware of how they're treating you, but look at how they treat other people. Here's why. How someone treats others will eventually become how they treat you in a relationship. At the beginning of a relationship, they might put their best foot forward and be super cute and be super charming. But if you see them turn around and treat other people badly or they're talking badly about other people or they're ignoring other people. That's their real, their real character. 
And though they might be acting nice to you at that time, if they're acting differently to other people, someday they might act that way to you as well. So be aware of how they treat someone else. Because when they're interested in you, you are their interest. But a selfless person puts other people's interests in front of their own when they have nothing to gain from them. Your true character is shown by how you treat people that you have nothing to gain from. When someone's dating you, they have something to gain from you. Whether it's they're trying to impress somebody or they just want a relationship, they have something to gain from you. But the real character is shown when you have nothing to gain from anybody. I think your relationship with Jesus is proven by how you treat others or how you help others that will probably never help you in return. How you love others that might never love you like that in return. So the proof of the love of Jesus is not just being nice to people who are nice to us. Is the person that you're interested in or are you nice to the kids at school that people think are quote unquote weird and most people ignore? Are they respectful to their teachers and parents? Do they talk kindly about other people and not gossip about them? Because if they gossip about other people, someday they might gossip about you too. So be aware of how they're treating others. We're going to finish tonight with red flags and green flags. The red flags are going to be signs of selfishness. This is what we have right here. And as we're looking at these red flags, I want you to think not only of someone that you're interested in, but also think about yourself. Do any of these red flags pop up in your own life? So first of all, they always talk, never listen. Very self-absorbed. They're nice to some people, but they ignore or they're rude to others. And the third thing is that they try to impress others. These are all signs that somebody might be selfish and they would not be selfless in a relationship with you. Here's a green flag. If somebody is selfless, they serve and befriend others that most people wouldn't. They value God's opinion more than people's and they're trustworthy and consistent. They don't act nice just around their friends and rude around people who aren't their friends or indifferent or not caring around people who aren't their friends, but they're consistently kind and loving to everyone in their life. Because love is selfless. And if you want to be a person who is known for selflessness, it actually starts with knowing Jesus. Because Jesus was the most selfless human being who ever existed. He came here to give himself for us. He lived this perfect life that you and I couldn't live. And he placed himself on a cross. He allowed himself to be placed on a cross to suffer and die for our sins. And then he rose himself from the grave. So when we put our faith in him, we can have eternal life. And when you respond in faith by giving yourself to him, then you can really know and experience what it means to live a selfless life. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word tonight, God. And as we're navigating this topic of relationship goals and dating, Lord, please help us to be selfless and not selfish. God, please expose if there's any selfish way within us and also give us discernment as we're looking for someone to love, God. Give us discernment to see if they are selfless or selfish, Lord, as we look to your word for wisdom and the spirit that you have given us. And if tonight, if any student has not given themselves to you, 
If they have not met the most selfless person who ever existed, Jesus, I pray that tonight they would even just ask a leader or talk to a friend about, hey, what is this, what is this all about? What does this mean? Lord, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I got an announcement for you guys.